This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Ashley and I are back, and we are ecstatic for this podcast. This is a special podcast. We don't plan on putting a podcast out today, but Bachelor Nation is blowing up. It's all over the news. Everything's crazy. I have people like my grandma, my aunt, my mother, friends on the street going, what in the world is going on with The Bachelor? There's got to be something in that Bachelor water because everybody's in the news. The one person that is also in the news is my co-host, Ashley Iconetti. Ashley, your parents Am met I really? Jared's parents. <laughs> yes. It's and all over you. The, the parents reunite for the first time. How was it? I'm certainly not going to call that breaking news, but it was very important news for happening for Jared and myself, um, and it went so well. It was crazy. When they first met, well, we always knew that they were going to get along splendidly, but from the first dinner, I could just see it in my parents' eyes and his parents' eyes that they just, like, loved each other. My mom, like, almost cried saying goodbye to his mom today. It was adorable. Um, and we had four, five straight family dinners together, not one awkward silence, so much talking, and they, they connected so well. It, it was amazing. Were you worried at all going into this about, like, kind of the dynamic or the awkward silence? And I mean, this is, that's Honestly, a big step, a huge step. I, I wish for entertainment's sake that I could say that we were anxious about it, but we weren't at all. They have very – we were raised in very similar families, just, like, very nurturing, fun-loving, warm, funny parents, and they just bonded really well. Can we get one really good story? Uh, first off, how did Lauren, your sister, handle this whole thing? Uh, was, well, did, she, did she handle it well? We had her boyfriend came because her sister, her, my, my sister's birthday is today. Uh, so she wanted to have her boyfriend, of course, on the cruise. And because she would have been legit the ninth wheel without him, of course he came. Um, because then we also had Jared's sister, Shannon, and her now husband. They got married last week on the cruise. So mm-hmm. there were ten, 10 people, five couples. Lauren had met Jared's parents before, and she knew that they were going to get along well. She um, she had a great time. She is very comfortable with his parents, too, which is really nice because Lauren's basically my Siamese twin and always, and always with me. Is, is, is this the boyfriend that Lauren has that wears sunglasses? Yeah. He yeah, actually I like his sunglasses him. up a lot this time. No way. It's a step. Yeah, it was great. It was such a good step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for him. Well, Ashley, I'm ecstatic for you. I know that even though you say you're not anxious, I, I, I believe you, but that is a big step in a relationship. And uh, and I, I feel like from here on out, I mean, what other large kind of, uh, I, I guess, benchmarks do you need to get past in, in, up into the wedding date? Um, we need to officially book the wedding, which I think we're probably going to be doing this week. My dad, you know, you know don't stop without him. We have to just send in the check, and then uh-huh. we should have the venue locked down and an official date. Um, uh. The other nice thing about your parents getting along is we could actually do holidays jointly, you know? We yeah. can be, my parents can come up to Rhode Island for Christmas, and they can come down to Virginia for Thanksgiving. That's really nice because a lot of people have to choose which family to go to, but I have a feeling that my family is going to actually want to hang out with the Havens more. Uh this is just a love story that keeps on giving. I appreciate mm-hmm. this. This is good stuff. Um, hey, Ashley, I'm excited for you and Jared to find a home. I think that's a big deal, right? A home? What do you mean? You guys got to find a home at some point. And when you do, Jared's going to be gone a lot. The guy's busy, and you need to be protected. And that's why this podcast oh, yeah. is sponsored by ADT. ADT can design and install a smart home. Just for you, backed by 24-7 protection. A new smart home at your service, customized for your lifestyle. Set up a custom automation unique to your home to automatically do things like lock the doors. Ashley, I know you'll appreciate that. And set the thermostat when you leave. Actually, Ashley, before we keep going here, this is a question I want to know. What would you rather have, the ability to lock your doors automatically or set the thermostat? automatically so that when you come home it's nice and cool or it's hot i think the doors because sometimes i'll get worried that i didn't lock the door 
Yeah, I, I get it. I, I feel like a lot of people, though, really would appreciate the thermostat deal also, but I would, I would like the door thing because when I travel, it's nice to know that my home is safe. You can even close your garage door from virtually anywhere. You can control your smart home with the ADT app or the sound of your voice. ADT will set up your home with multiple smart home devices and security features like indoor and outdoor cameras, locks, lights, and garage door control, even video doorbells. All controlled from the ADT app or the sound of your voice and backed by 24-7 protection. Your doorman service is a big deal for ADT now. ADT automation can unlock the door for packages, friends, or your kids. All from your app. There's the move-in service. While you're unpacking boxes, ADT will install your custom design system, configure it for you, and show you how to get the most of your new smart home security technology. Visit ADT.com backslash smart to learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you ADT.com slash smart. This is awesome. What better way to feel secure than to know that everything's locked, all the cameras are set, and you can sleep or travel peacefully. Some of the breaking news this week includes Becca M. is pregnant. There was rumbling with this. Yeah, rumbling for a couple months now, but now it is confirmed. And Joe is now on Dancing with the Stars. And his lady, Kendall, is here to talk about both things. Let's get Kendall on the line. Hello. Hello, Kendall. Hello there. How are you, love? Good. Ben is on the line as well. And we just want to say congratulations you? on your Thank love you. story. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's a crazy love Fun. story, actually. What did you say? A what love story? It's a very crazy one. <laughs> The crazy ones turn out the best in the long run. <laughs> I think so. You can officially, like, challenge yourselves and almost go through a couple years of experience within a couple months. So uh, it's been fun. It seems like you and Joe have definitely done that. Now he is living in L.A., yep. which is great for you. Are you trying to, like, help him along with his dancing skills so he gets to stay in L.A. as much as possible? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's It's really cute because he's actually, like, putting so much of himself into it, which I didn't expect because he's, this guy's literally never danced before. I can barely get him to dance. And so now that he found out he was doing Dancing with the Stars, he just completely is embracing it, which is so awesome. And so, uh, yeah, I practiced some of the footwork with him. It's, it's your love story. I mean, just so everybody knows out there, uh, Joe the Grocer or Joe Kendall's guy, uh, from Bachelor in Paradise was announced to be on Dance with the Stars, which is a huge deal, uh, considering a guy that gets sent home night one. Still shocking. I don't know how that happens. Um, oh, yeah. But great for Kendall. Uh, gets announced to be on Dance with the Stars, which is a big deal. We also, uh, this year's cast on Dance with the Stars is Alexis Wren, Ivana Lynch, Nikki Glaser, John Schneider, Mary Lou Retton, Demarcus Ware, Bobby Bones, Danelle Umstead, Juan Pablo DePassi. Joe, the grocer, Tanashi, <laughs> Nancy McKeon, Milo, Milo Mannheim. Jeez, I'm not good with yeah. that. Anyways, um, Kendall, I'm so intrigued by your love story. I, I found myself, and I know you as a person, a little bit so frustrated with you, uh, <laughs> relating with you at times. You took us through a roller coaster ride, and, and America reacted to it. Okay, so we got to see that play out. What happened post-show that made you say, yeah, Joe, you are my guy? I think the crazy thing is you, you go on Paradise, and it's only a couple weeks, so you don't really know someone fully. And so after Chicago, when we met up, um, we weren't really official until the next couple times that we had met each other. So he had flown to L.A., um, and he came for a mental all, and we had hung out at that point. And I think it was when I was driving him home, to, well, driving him to the airport, that <laughs> this really cheesy song came on about not wanting someone to leave. And I remember crying in the car, and he was comforting me. And it was just weird. I remember thinking that he actually extended his trip. I remember thinking that this might be the last time we can actually be together. So it was just really sad. And I think there was something about saying goodbye that made us really not want to, but actually really want to work on it. And so um, I think he called me when I was, he called me a couple days later and he's like, you know what, we can't, 
not be together, we have to at least try. And because the distance is something that really scared us. And so, you know, I was like 100% in, and I think we just decided to be 100%, 100% in since then. So my question is when you guys were like, when you kind of broke up with him on yeah. the finale week, was it just because the, the word engagement was thrown around? Because I think that you were ready to like maybe be boyfriend, girlfriend with him, but you definitely didn't want him to propose. And I think that's completely understandable and very, very normal. Yeah. But then you may have not looked the greatest on the show, but mainly <laughs> yes, just, just, just in that moment, but mainly mm-hmm. because you were freaked out by engagement, right? Um, it was definitely the engagement part. I think I was also freaked out trying to figure out if the relationship can actually work in the real world because we do live on opposite sides of the country, and both of us are very invested in our friends and family and work, and so um, I've never had a long-distance relationship, so it completely freaked me out. Like, I had absolutely no idea how I would be able to do that. And um, I don't think he did either. We were thinking maybe he moved to L.A. Um, and I just allowed the doubt to kind of get in my head. I mean, as you guys know, like, for so many days, you're not, you don't hang out with a person at all. So that night, I went to bed with a lot of fear, a lot of questions that I didn't really have answers to. And then the entire next day, I just allowed those to kind of infest my mind. And uh, by the time night hit, I just was kind of feeling like I made up my mind and had made the right decision. And I think as soon as I made that decision and talked to him about it, I instantly regretted it. And it was almost as if you don't know how to go back once you've committed to something. So honestly, I think from somebody who's been in paradise and knows exactly the way it works, like you mentioned, you don't get to see that person during the day. You literally go... Um, like sundown to sundown without yeah. seeing them. And exactly. it's a lot different. And when I was watching it, I was like, I know what she's looking like on TV, but I also know what she's freaking out about. And yeah. it makes and a I lot overthink. more sense. <laughs> this is how I am. I'm someone that overthinks everything. So when it came to that point, I definitely, my mind is my worst enemy. And so I allowed it to kind of take over, which was something that I shouldn't have done. Uh, Kendall, I, I'm, I'm just like a lot of the country. I, I really loved your love story with Joe because I felt like it was it was real. Like you could just see two people who are trying to be authentic, who are trying to be honest, who are trying to make this weird like month of paradise work. Uh, but yet also, I kind of and and, and this is. What, I could have been wrong, and I'm just a fan of you, so I, I don't really know what you're – I just, you know, watch. I felt like it was so serious to you that you mm-hmm. didn't want the kind of aura or whatever, the expectations of paradise to affect something that could be really great. And so I respected mm-hmm. a little bit of you pulling back, not for the breakup piece of it, but just because, like you said, this could be something really special. And, I, and I, my question for you now is, now that you guys are off the show, you've met back up again, do you believe this could be something very special? Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's so crazy how how I feel like our whole relationship is so expedited because of Paradise. But Paradise, you got to know each other pretty well. But it was afterwards that complete, like, leaps of bound, you know. So I think it's actually exercising it in the real world and being able to see him in his element in Chicago and him might be in my element in Los Angeles. That's the thing that I, I really needed in order to take the risk to be, like, this kind of relationship is definitely worth it. I didn't want to be in La La Land with the whole seeing each other every day in paradise on a beach, you know, with, like, free food and margaritas. Like, I think that was – I didn't want to be stuck in that world. I wanted to test it out in the real one. You know, the, it's interesting. Uh, oh, could Ben, you go. No, no, Ash, please. I I'm, I, uh, I think all my questions about the relationship were answered. I. I was a little frustrated with you, Kendall. Uh, you didn't come off bad. Uh, you know, yeah. Ash and I both think that last moment was not your best moment, but it was it was real. It, it tore you up a bit. I just wanted to know, because uh, I haven't been on Paradise, and I, and, and I want to see you and Joe do well, uh, you know, whatever that means. Um, and so I just want to know kind of what led to this moment now where you're looking at him again and saying, hey, you're my person. I think that's awesome. So, um, Ash, you take it away. I was going to say that um, sometimes the bachelor bubble is the best point of your relationship. And then sometimes people are 
even stronger outside it. And those are the amazing relationships that really, you know, obviously are successful. So it sounds like you and Joe are on the right track, actually, by flourishing in the real world. Anyway, I want to move on from that and talk about how your friend Becca M is now pregnant. I know. Oh, my gosh. I found out. I literally found out right before I went on Paradise. And I didn't know. She just told me she was pregnant, and I didn't know if she was going to keep it or if it was going to happen. And then I went through, through the entire season of Paradise and then came back, and she told me that she was keeping the baby, and I was just so excited for her because, it, you know, she's just such a nurturing, a nurturing spirit, and she puts so much love and thought into everything that she does. So I'm just excited to see, I don't know, her and Grayson, like, taking care of a baby. I think they're going to be a great parent. Is this the boyfriend that she's had since February, March? Yes. Yeah, he is. Okay. He's so great. And was she going to um, not do Paradise because she was in a committed relationship before she found out she was pregnant? Um, yeah, so that was kind of the reason. I mean, I think there's a lot of other reasons why she decided not to do Paradise, but that was definitely one of the main reasons because she had recently met Grayson, and although the relationship was very new, it was growing. And I feel like that was something that she wanted to experience and not throw it away just to, you know, go on a show. And I also feel like she wanted to kind of separate herself from the Bachelor world as well. Is, is, do you think, I mean, going into this, I, I, however it worked out, um, is this something that she celebrated right away? Did this scare her? Or is this like the next good best step for, for Becca and her, her Grayson, I think it is? Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I can imagine it's terrifying, you know, going into a whole new like, life because your life takes such a 180 after having a child. You go from being, you know, selfish and focusing on yourself to putting everything you have into a child. So I definitely think it's like an amazing step for them because they're already just such a funny couple. <laughs> and they have a lot of the same, they have a lot of differences, but they have a lot of similarities. And I think that's where that's going to shine with, you know, having a child. So. I don't know, I'm excited. I'm excited for their little family. You know, Grayson's like opening up a rock gym. They're like the they're kind of like a hipster, you know, cute couple. I love it. I uh, I don't know. This is so cool. This whole week, Kendall has been. Yeah. I mean, as you probably oh, relate, is like been insane when it comes to Bachelor news and 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 you know Joe obviously getting announced on Dance with the Stars is a big deal. I'm sure you're going to be sitting in the audience clapping him on, and then the oh, second definitely. news. Um, you know, some of the news was celebrated uh, or, or some of the news was worthy of celebration. Some, you know, begged us to ask more questions. But yeah, we yeah. are ecstatic for Becca. Uh, this is a really, really cool thing. And uh, and it feels like she has a lot of support out there from all the ladies on your season. Have you all stayed pretty close? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how we've all been able to, you know, be very close. I mean, I know that Sienna and Becca and I live in Los Angeles, so it's easy for us to, you know, see each other all the time. We're planning Becca's, you know, baby shower right now. But I'm also um, trying to keep in touch with everybody else that's, you know, all around the country. Like, I just um, went to see Jacqueline in New York. And so, um, yeah, it's an amazing group of people. And we've all been through similar things. So we find so much comfort in handling, you know, the ups and downs of everything that this experience is. And my last well, question, Kendall, is how is Tia dealing with um, Colton being mm. the next Bachelor? Oh, Tia's great. I mean, she's very supportive. I think that they decided to, I mean, of course, they're like finally on the same page, which is amazing. And I think that um, they have a lot of care and love for each other. And it's not romantic, but I think it's very much like a very strong friendship. So, um, yeah, she's been nothing but supportive from it. I, uh, I wonder if watching him, though, is going to be hard. Or, I mean, oh, can, yeah. can, we, can we confirm that uh, Tia has not gone on Colton's season? <laughs> not that I know of. Not that I know of. But, I mean, I can imagine uh, being extremely difficult to watch, you know, your ex-boyfriend kissing other people. I know that, you know, my exes have, like, contacted me and been like, you know, it's weird watching you kiss someone else, even if you, you do just have a friendship with them. So, I don't know. Maybe you should watch it. Maybe not. But. Yeah. Uh, what a crazy, crazy world we all live in. Hey, uh, Kendall, thanks for joining us today. It's awesome. Uh, congratulations to Joe. Please pass on the good word to him. Uh, give him a nice little hug from the Almost Famous podcast. We'll be excited to uh, watch you and the audience cheering him on. And, uh, Kendall, you're great. Keep being you. And uh, we look forward to talking to you soon. Oh, you peeped too. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Ashley, dancing is a, a terrific workout. Um, I have a feeling that right. Joe the Grocer is going to get even better looking and in better shape post-dancing with the stars. Uh, I, you know, we've talked about it before, but I used to not be in the best of shape. I still don't consider myself in the best of shape, but I'm in good shape. I work out a lot. But one of the ways I got back into shape and I continue to stay in shape and I mean this, is Beachbody. Uh, it's funny, uh, when Beachbody came to the podcast and was like, hey, we love your podcast, we want to like, sponsor your podcast, I said, I'm a big fan of you all. I've lost 60 pounds doing your workouts 60. before. 60. Six and they were like, that's in- six zero. And they're like, that's insane. And so for me, talking about Beachbody uh, comes from a good place. So Ashley, Beachbody On Demand is sponsoring our podcast. You've been listening mm-hmm. to me talk Too about cool. Beachbody On Demand for a while now. We've talked about it for, I don't know, it's been a few months. They've been super loyal to us. We want to be super loyal to them. Listeners out there, please go out and look up Beachbody if you're trying to get in shape. I, Ashley, am a big fan of Sean T. Um, I did his Insanity Workouts uh, to lose my weight. Uh, they're quick, they're fast, and they're super intense. They don't really take breaks which is what I like is when I put on the video or when I put on my computer, it's like anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes and I'm done and I'm beat. I mean, I am tired. I love the Shanti workouts and Sanity's workouts. Uh, you're a big fan of Shalene Johnson, I think. Um, you, I, you've yeah. you've Beachbody get in shape. I am going to start really using Beachbody like more than ever because I'm pretty sure I just gained four pounds in four days on this cruise. And it can't that keep happens. going in that direction on the scale since I have a wedding next summer. Yeah, that happens sometimes, though. Give yourself a little grace. You still look good, Ash. I saw all these videos on Instagram of you trying to I – don't, I, I don't know what it was, like put your, pull your shorts off or something, and you and your sister are both comparing butt sizes or something. Something I yeah. know you're a huge fan of. Super great. But anyway, uh, Beachbody also gives you nutrition help. Success doesn't just happen in the gym, so Beachbody On Demand has tools to help make eating right easier. There are dozens of easy-to-follow meal plans and hundreds of delicious recipes. Work out on your schedule. Ashley, you're a busy, busy person. All you need is a few minutes. Workouts as short as 10 minutes that don't require extra equipment. And the time it takes you to drive and park at your gym, you could be finished working out. What are you waiting for? Join the over 1 million people currently on Beachbody On Demand. Right now, our listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text Almost Famous to 303030 or 303030. You will get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, and support, totally free. Again, just text Almost Famous to 303030. It's worth it. I'm not kidding you. I appreciate it, and I enjoy it. Ash. Yeah. What is up with those videos? Seriously, I, I don't get it. I, I don't know. I don't necessarily understand it. We've talked about this before. I'm like, what's a compliment and what's not? But you and your sister both are doing these videos where, like, you're trying to get your short arm. Are you saying, like, hey, like, my booty's too big, like, this is a good thing? Or, is like, are you joking? What's, what's happening here? I just was truly showing a big butt struggle. Okay, that is I, a struggle. That's my, a real thing. My waist is small enough for my shorts to handle, but my butt is not okay with the waist situation on my shorts, like, if that makes any sense. But that's a girl issue. It's like, and it's like probably a good issue to have the small waist and the big booty. I, I mean, Ashley, I do a lot of squats. What if it's an issue? I, oh, I, I do. I think, I, I, yeah, I think I've got, I think I've got a, I'm, I'm working on, on my, my fitness. So I've been, I've been doing a lot of beach body. I do a lot of squats in there. Um, sometimes, uh, when I stand in front of the mirror before I get in the shower, I flex real hard and I feel like I'm doing all right. Do you ever listen to audiobooks while you work out? Uh, all the time, actually, and that's one of the coolest things is, uh, is these audible audiobooks are something that I treasure and I appreciate. Ashley, did you listen to Audible on the cruise? Because that's where I found Audible for the first time was on my Royal Caribbean cruise a few years ago. No way. What? 
yeah. Um, yep. Audible is got the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, which lets you pick the book that you want. You know, I was going, I finally read Crazy Rich Asians because I saw the movie, I liked it, but then like I was like, ah, I don't get it as I don't get the hoopla, so it's mine as well read the book. So I chose that book, I read it, and I really, really loved it. I don't want to be that person that goes, I like the book more than the movie, but I think I did. Anyway, Audible is a leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. Audible helps you listen to more books by letting you switch seamlessly between devices, picking up exactly where you left off, whether it's on your phone, through your car, or at home on an Amazon Echo. You can get tons of books anywhere you are. Audible members get a credit every month good for any audiobook in their store, regardless of price, and unused credits actually get rolled over into the next month. Plus, your books are yours to keep. With Audible, you can go back and re-listen anytime, even if you cancel your membership. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash bachelor pod and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash bachelor pod or text bachelor pod to 500-500 to get started today. A few weeks ago, we uh, had one of our most listened to segments. I mean, we had thousands of responses to an ad really about Disney. Yeah, it's, it's wild that Disney movies can spark such an interest. And, and during that segment, we brought up uh, somebody that I met in Iowa at a Zach Johnson, uh, the Zach Johnson Foundation golf tournament. Uh, he's a good Ira boy. He has a lot of cool stuff going on right now. He's coming on the podcast. One of Ashley's favorites, one of my favorites, Riley Smith. Riley, are you out there? Ah, what's up, y'all? Hi. It's been two years since I saw you backstage at the iHeart Festival, and I was like, That's oh, right. my God, that is Riley Smith from motocross, and I think he may be flirting with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just how I say hello. But you should have told me that you uh, that you knew me. Well, I don't know. What does it say? Motocross? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't stop anybody else. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, Riley, how does that feel? I mean, you've done a ton uh, since motocross. But it's funny because we did this whole segment on uh, Disney movies on this podcast from way back in the day. And we had probably the best response we've ever had on this podcast. Uh, I mean, we have, I don't know, like hundreds of thousands of listens every week. And I felt like we got hundreds of thousands of responses on favorite Disney movies. Your name was brought up over and over again. So for all the work that you've done to date, uh, this generation still remembers you for motocross. How, how is that? Yeah, I mean, a question. it's funny. Anybody that knows me kind of make, makes fun of it uh, tongue-in-cheek, too, because – you're right. Like, I think I've been doing this 20 years and almost like 80 projects or something like that. And, uh, I mean, literally every single day, someone stops me and, and says motocross. And, uh, I always say if, if I had never worked again, I would probably be really bitter, but because, you know, life went on and, and I kept working, it's, it's, it's cool. I don't mind it at all. I actually embrace it. Um, cause when you start, when you start acting, uh, I guess you would be, you know, ecstatic if you could have a movie that touched a generation and yeah. uh, left a, left a, a handprint on an entire generation. Uh, we didn't expect that when we made the movies. Which I, 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 <laughs> I don't I, think so. No, yeah, I didn't even awesome. know. I'd, ne- I'd never watched Disney before. I didn't even know what it was. I was just happy to get a job. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then one day it came out, and, and at that time, like, I couldn't even go out in public. It was nuts. It was like, you know, boy band status. And uh, and so it was crazy. But, but now it's, like, it's sweet. Like, when people talk about it, like, I'll talk back about it and uh, embrace it. It's, I think it's fun. Well, I mean, you're going to be known. You're your you're an icon. <laughs> that just came out of my mouth. But, um, yeah. like, when it comes to heartthrobs, you're one of the, like, early 2000 heartthrobs. And, I mean, that's not a rep- bad reputation to have. I guess not. I mean, you know, now my goal is to just uh, find something in the 
coming years that replaces that, you know, that people will talk about for another 20 years. Um, so that's, that's what drives you, I guess. What are you working on now that, uh, that you think could be, have that potential? Or I know when, when we were in Iowa together, it's the Zach Johnson Foundation uh, golf mm-hmm. tournament. Everybody was talking about some of these new projects that you had coming up. Uh, is there anything that you want to share with our listeners that you're super excited about? Oh, man. Well, you never know what it's going to be. That's the thing. And so I, I don't ever go into taking a job because it's, you know, social status p- potential. or uh, I mean, you, I always try to take a job for the script, and then hopefully that translates, and then maybe that will connect and resonate, and uh, maybe that will be the next motocross. But, no, I, I don't know. Right now in Chicago, I'm really excited about this new show I, I just started called Proven Innocent. It's uh it's a new show. It's going to be on Fox coming in January. We um, just started shooting it. We're, I'm on my way to work right now, actually, in the car. We're going to uh, somewhere in the burbs. But, um, but we're filming now. We're on the second episode, and it's cool. It's Kelsey Grammer, um, a really great actress named Rochelle Lefebvre plays my sister, and uh, it's about a group of people who uh, defend wrongfully convicted uh, people. Um, my sister and I on the show uh, were wrongfully confused, uh, convicted of murder and spent 10 years in, in prison and then released. And so now we're kind of fighting the good fight for other people like us. And I think it's a really hot topic right now. Like, I love all the datelines and the polizons and the podcasts. So uh, uh, I'm, like, addicted to that kind of stuff. So the, my biggest fear in life is, is being uh, literally somebody knocking on the door and, and arresting me for something I didn't do. And so when the script came along and it was to play that exact guy, like, I, I passed on everything else to take this job. So excited about it. Hopefully this will take off. Um, but I just keep doing them until, until one does, until one becomes the next motocross. <laughs> that, that sounds like an amazing show, though. I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, Thank you. you and um, for all the girls who do and will always think of you as their heartthrob from the early 2000s, are you still single? Uh, I am. I am currently still single. I guess it's you know it's always complicated, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's yeah. always complicated. So you should probably go over to the Help I Suck at Dating podcast and do a little segment with them as well. Okay. All right. Um, do it. And, and yeah, it's so funny that I, I've. I've also had met both of you guys at different times and then you had this podcast i had a friend from new york that i hadn't talked to forever and she hit me up on text and was like i'm not even sure if this is still your number but ben and ashley are talking about you on their podcast and it's really cute and i was like no way so that's why i texted and i was like i feel like we need to talk dude yeah it's uh dude i'm, I'm so happy you did it, it's hilarious you've been Awesome. For anybody out there listening, um, you know, we get to do this event in Iowa every year for a buddy of ours uh, who plays on the, on the tour. And uh, Zach, every year when I show up, he always mentions that Riley's there. He goes, hey, Riley dropped everything he was doing. He, he, he took off work and he came out to Iowa, which is where you're from, uh, uh-huh. to support uh, Zach and this foundation uh, to support education um, in the Cedar Rapids area. So, Man, you're, you're a great dude. And, and before we send you off here, I want to know, you're 22 or 23 when motocross came out, correct? Yeah, I think so. What is it like? I mean, because what we like to do on this podcast is kind of uh, break down the barriers and make people feel related or at least relate a little bit to the people that they love and the people that, that, that they feel are celebrities. What was it like for you as a 22 or 23-year-old person to be considered America's heartthrob? And how does that impact your life today? Wow, good question. Um, I guess sometimes when it's happening, you don't even, it, it doesn't register. It's not, it doesn't feel real and it, it shouldn't feel real. Um, for a lot of people in that situation, and for me, uh, it, we didn't expect it. And then the movie came out and then literally it happens overnight. And I remember being that young, I, just me personally, the way I deal with it is, I kind of run and, and hide. Um, I, it actually almost makes me sad because it's so overwhelming and you don't under, it doesn't register. It's not, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't feel real. And I think when it finally does, then things really change. So, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I just try to always keep everything in perspective. Being from Iowa, having a good family that reminds you of how big of a dork you are, um, it mm-hmm. kind of keeps everything real. Um, but, I, you know, in one way, I'm glad that it happened. And then I got through it and came out the other side. And it, it and if you can, 
I think you see a, a lot of difference with the way people handle it uh, over the years. And some people it breaks them, and some people it's just a part of a small part of who they were or who they are. Um, and I think that comes from your friends and your family grounding you. And if you've got people in your life that tell you how it is and are honest with you, uh, you can use that kind of uh, influence for good. Uh, but if you have a lot of yes men, people in your life that uh, just tell you what you want to hear, it can very easily spiral out of control. So, I mean, it's a double-edged sword, but it can definitely – having an, an influence uh, uh, can be a positive thing, and I love when I see uh, people use it for good. Well, Dude, we will make sure are. that we pass this message along to Colton. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Yeah, Colton's, yeah. The, yeah, Colton's the next bachelor. He uh, – he he needs this message. Uh, he, he's he's a good dude. He's gonna do great. Um, he seems Riley, very grounded. He is, and he has a big heart. I just saw actually on Instagram today. He posted about some puppies again. I mean, he loves his puppies and he loves his people. So what else could you ask for? <laughs> well, and, and Ben, I gotta tell you, uh, you've got a lot of fans in my my network of friends and family. Everybody loved you and loves you and listens to your shows. And and uh, like when we golfed together, everybody was freaking out that I knew you. I'm like, yeah, he's a buddy of mine. So if you'll do me a big favor and embarrass a good friend of mine, will you just say happy 30th to Jen? She's your future ex-wife. You just don't know it yet. Oh man, I would love to. Jen, you're beautiful, you're sophisticated, you you walk and talk with grace. Uh happy 30th birthday to you from Riley, Ashley and myself, but especially me. Uh I look forward to many years spending together. Uh thank you, Ben. That's why you're a good one, man. All right. Well, I I'm so glad we got to catch up. Yeah, dude, you too. Keep doing you and congratulations on all the recent success. Keep it up and uh for anybody out there listening, make sure you check out Riley's new show coming up when, Riley? Uh, it's going to be on in January on Fox, Proven Innocent. Sounds Perfect. So good. All, right. All right. We'll be watching it. Hey, y'all, keep it up. I'm going to be listening to you. Thanks, man. See ya. See ya. Bye. See ya. Uh, Ashley, he's a good one, man. He Or woman. <laughs> Sorry. He's a good one. Um, it's crazy to think even today how much those Disney movies really will affect our generation. I mean, it's, it's, it is the thing that changed and we can relate with all of us on a lot of levels. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you don't really know somebody well, but you want to have a nice, flowing conversation, bring up Nickelodeon or Disney from the late 90s, <laughs> early 2000s, and you have an immediate friend. It's insane. Hey, you know what might change this generation? Fat Fit Fun. Fat Fit Fun might be the thing that marks this generation. We'll say, you remember the day that FabFitFun just started? Because they might be around for our lifetime. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. The fall box is available now. You will not want to miss this box. It has products like a vegan leather Vince Camuto tote, a teapot or coffee press, Glam Glow bubble masks, a beauty blender, and that's just the beginning of it. Don't miss out because they sell out fast. In addition, here, listen to this. This is crazy. Ashley, you'll know this stuff. I, I mean, I use it, and my skin looks better because of it. I didn't know it before. Skincare from Dr. Brant T. Juice Beauty. Fashion items from Michael Stars, Trina Turk, and Miley. Beauty Millie. products from Beauty. Oh, Millie. See, again, I don't know what I'm talking about. I just know it works on my on my face. Beauty products from Beauty Blender, <laughs> Oscar Blondie, and Zoya. Check out www.fabfitfun.com and use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS so you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS. You deserve to treat yourself. Speaking of beauty products, I find there's a billion in the Fabfit Fun box. Like I always say, I discover something in every season's box that I will continue to buy for the foreseeable future. And another thing that I use in my beauty regimen is Sugar Bear mm -hmm. Hair. It is it's going to make you have Selena Gomez quality hair, Miley Cyrus hair, you know, like that thick, amazing shiny hair, you can get that with Sugar Bear hair. 
Sugar Bear is a bestseller on Amazon. It has thousands of rave reviews. Go ahead, go to Amazon, check out the reviews. You'll see that it's not just us that raves about Sugar Bear hair. It's all their other users. They taste like sweet, delicious candy. They're made with the real juice of berries, but they contain everything you need for stronger, healthier hair. It has as much vitamin A as four cups of broccoli, as much vitamin C as one cup of cranberries, and as much vitamin B12 as four organic eggs. The nutrients in Sugar Bear hair also can help you with your skin and nails over time. You can go to sugarbearhair.com slash almost famous for beautiful hair and a healthier you. That is sugarbearhair.com slash almost famous. Sugarbearhair.com slash almost famous. And get your favorite celebrity's hair with the help of Sugar Bear. Ashley, you know, as, as we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, vaccination has been all over the news. Um, one of the largest stories of the week, if not the largest, uh, is the situation between Jordan and Jenna. One that I was frustrated with, like legitimately frustrated, um, because the show gets a bad rap oftentimes. And a lot of things it brings on itself. Um, but then every once in a while, you kind of have these relationships that defy reality, like your relationship with Jared. And you're like, this is so real. The show has brought these two people together, and they're in love. And I thought that – really, you and I talked about it. I thought that happened for Jordan and Jenna. Oh, and so then this I. week, the news came out. I was like, these people are actually going to make it in the long haul. And now we hear that Jenna has basically been cheating on Jordan, since they got together, since they left Paradise. And maybe it was all like this weird plan from the very beginning for her Not to kind of Jordan, find though. somebody. No, just find somebody, right? Right. Now, we have to give credit to Reality Steve because he really did break this case. And it was, it was quite something because what happened was this man, who I guess Jenna had been seeing or talking to, was sending Reality Steve these messages that he was getting from Jenna, saying things along the lines of, I don't even like Jordan as a person. This is all for business. I don't love him. I don't, like, I don't even like him or something along the lines of that. And she said that I love you. She referred to the, to the other man. She said, I love you. And then on, Re- on Reality Steve ended up tweeting out the night before he announced all this drama that he was going to have a lot of dirt on someone to come out the next day. And then when Jenna saw those tweets that he had dirt on someone, she immediately assumed that it was him or that it was her that he had dirt on. And then she ends up calling Jordan in like a panic mode saying that she thinks that reality Steve has dirt on her. So that makes everything seem, you know, if she was immediately expecting that it was the dirt on her, obviously she did it. You know, there's no backpedaling after that. And she did, then I, rem- I think that she called Jordan, and then she called him back, and they had two conversations about how worried she was about this breaking news that was going to be announced. And then the next day, when it was released, Jenna didn't come groveling back to Jordan and saying, like, and denying anything or even, like, really apologizing. She just was like, just, she just, it was just what it was. She didn't start denying anything for, like, 24 hours afterward. And this, of course, you know, the way that she acted and, of course, the way that she acted that whole 24-hour span makes Jordan believe that all of this is true. It's absolutely still crazy to me the stuff that reality Steve can pull off. I don't get it. I don't know how he does it. I don't know if I want to know how he does it. Um, But this situation, I I just, it angered me because it's so, it's very manipulative. You're messing with somebody's emotions. Uh, You're playing with somebody's heart. I mean, Jordan kind of had this, you know, character during Becca's season that we loved to hate and we loved to laugh at. And then, we, we also got to see him kind of come into one of being one of America's favorite characters on Bachelor in Paradise because it looked like and it felt like Jenna kind of had not broken him but tamed the beast and that he was his best self because of her. And then this right. comes out, and I can't imagine where he's feeling. Um, he's obviously devastated and heartbroken. 
he's I, he totally blindsided and completely betrayed. I mean, how is he ever going to be able to trust anyone again after this? He gets engaged, is totally head over heels in love, love at first sight with this woman, and then she's been cheating on him. Or it's like not even just cheating; it's just a lie. It's like lying to the utmost degree for the past three months. I I it's don't insane. like this, and it is it's insane, and it's not okay. And that's the thing is like. We can gloss over this, and anybody out there listening can be like, oh, this is just reality television. Oh, yeah, you expect this kind of stuff. No, like, Jordan really cared about Jenna. Like, he loved this woman. In love. In love. And so put yourself in his shoes. Say you fall in love with somebody. Take the TV piece out of this, right? I mean, we've had couples get married from this show. Like, he's in love with this woman. He thinks he's engaged. He's telling his friends and family. He's excited. He's posting on his social media. And then before you know it, he realizes it was all an act. It's crushing. It would be brutal. And somebody that can kind of help, I guess, talk him through this and get him back on track is somebody that we appreciate. It's L from Mend. L created an app called Mend who helps people get through breakups. L, are you out there? Hello. Hello, L. It's Ashley and Ben. Hi, guys. Hey, we were just talking about how Jordan is recovering from not just a breakup, but a really traumatic betrayal. Are you familiar with the story? Oh, I'm so familiar with it. Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) how would you recommend him taking the first steps to recover from this heartbreak? Mm, Well, I think... That, you know, I see so many breakup stories through men, and I have to say, I feel like this one has the most layers, because I, I think, like you said, the first one is the breach of trust, and then the second layer is if the texts are true, which, um, you know, I'm Seems sure like you guys have talked about. Yeah. Um, then she was saying that the feelings for him aren't real, so that's, like, the second layer of heartbreak. And then the third layer is this is all playing out on TV. So I really feel for him um, because I feel like normally you're dealing with one or two of those things, not all three of those things at once. Um, I think the – I think one of the biggest uh, things that he will probably deal with and struggle with um, once he's sort of over the, the the shock of it all is the fact that he had made so many future plans with her. And I think that's one of, like, the hardest parts of this type of heartbreak is that you have made a lot of plans together. Like, they, had, they were engaged. They were planning to have kids. They had asked Chris to officiate the wedding. So, so I really do think part of the mourning process for him is going to be um, – really focusing on letting go of those future plans. It's almost like mourning this future that you're you're no longer going to have. And I feel like that's going to be a really important step for him to take in order to make space for something new and for someone new in his life. So, Elle, you have a service called MEND. I know you've talked about this on Jared's podcast, Help I Suck at Dating, a few times. But your service is supposed to help people step-by-step get over their breakup. And I've always found whenever I'm going through, maybe I haven't had too many breakups, but, like, a breakup of sorts. (laughs) Whenever I'm going through a breakup of sorts, I always find it's the death of the daydream that is the most hurtful thing. Exactly. Yeah, and I think, you know, they took it even a step further, right? Like a lot of times, I mean, just from personal experience, sometimes you're not even sharing those plans that you're making with someone, right? Like you're just thinking about all those things that you want to do. And even then it's really heartbreaking. But the fact that they actually made all of these plans, not just the two of them together, but the fact that they made all of these plans in public, you know, and everybody, Uh like the whole world knows about all of these plans. and, Uh and, um, And now they have to... Uh, well, now he has to move forward and try to let go of that. I do think that that is going to be one of the hardest parts once he gets over sort of the shock of it and just the sort of the shock that what he thought she was feeling, you know, she wasn't feeling if the texts aren't true, you know. I don't know how you recover. I don't know how you recover from that. I really don't. And it is. So tell us, as the expert here, can you recover from that? And, And what does it look like? Yeah, you absolutely can recover from that. And I I think that's 
That's one of the really beautiful things that I've witnessed through, you know, the thousands and thousands and thousands of breakups that we witness with men is that the human heart is so resilient. And I really do think at our core, we are built to be resilient and to deal with struggles and challenges. And yes, this is a really hard one for all the reasons we talked about. I think there are so many layers of it. Um, but you can recover. And I think the first step um, with any breakup, but especially this one, is you really have to take care of your physical body because when you're going through a breakup, there's so many physiological changes and neurochemical changes, you actually start to feel like you're going through withdrawal. And a lot of people actually get sick. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that. You get you catch like a cold or something after you go through a breakup and it's because your body is you know, experiencing um, your immune system actually gets suppressed. So you really have to take care of your body, um, focusing on sleep if you can't sleep, um, you know, getting exercise so that you're getting endorphins, being around people so that you're getting feel-good hormones. Um, it's really like the basics in the beginning. It's like triage um, in the early days. And I think that that's probably where Jordan is um, as soon as he's sort of I imagine right now he's more in the shock phase because this just happened, mm -hmm. but pretty soon he will hit that phase where he starts to really feel it physically. You know, when I did go through one of the most traumatic breakup-ish things of my life, I actually lost over 10 pounds in two months, and it was uh, about six months before I went on The Bachelor, so I actually tried on a, I mentioned this on my, my Instagram this week that I tried on a dress that I wore on The Bachelor when I was 13 pounds lighter. And I was that much lighter than I am now because of a breakup. Yeah. Yeah, it affects, I mean, it affects everything. Like, I think that's the really interesting part about breakups that you don't necessarily know. Um, you experience it, but you don't necessarily know everything that's happening underneath the surface. And, I mean, your immune system gets suppressed. Um, your heartbeat can actually change. So they've actually studied what, you know, what people's heartbeats sound like after a breakup. Oh, and my God. You can, you can actually see it, in, um, you know, when you're looking at a heartbeat. And, um you know, your hormone levels are way out of whack. Um, I mean, really, like, it's a – I really think that you should get heartbreak days just like you get sick days at work because it is such yeah. a such a difficult thing. And, um, and, you know, that's why I think it's so important when someone's going through that that you're not just dismissive of it and, you know, telling them, oh, just get over it, you know, she wasn't that great anyway or she was lame anyway. Like, it really is such a, a physical thing that you're going through especially in the beginning. So how do people sign up for your services? So you can download our app in the App Store. Um, and as soon as you download the app, you get a free first-week trial of our training. Um, and so every day you check in, you get a short training that you can listen to. Uh, your trainings are personalized to you. So when you first join MEND, we ask you about yourself. We ask you, um, you know, your breakup reason and a little bit about your relationship. Um, and that way we can sort of personalize your MEND program because every heartbreak is is unique. Although I'll say we do not have – we have breakup reasons that sort of touch on Jordan's breakup reason, like infidelity, um, but this one is – this is, like, a complicated – we need, like, an other box for this one for him. Yeah, well, thank you, Elle. Yeah. We, we hope that he listens to your stuff on MEND. I'll let him know about it. And, Please have uh, him download until, MEND. <laughs> yes, and until the next time we have a heartbroken bachelor contestant on our hands, we'll, we'll talk to you then. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Bye. Hey, uh, Ashley, we have one last person's opinion on um, the Jordan situation, somebody that I – uh, I think we'll have maybe not a unique opinion on it, but I'm interested to hear his thoughts. We have one of our most consistent guests. I don't know if he has anything to do with his life other than come on the Almost Famous Podcast. <laughs> um, we have David the Chicken online now. David, are you out there? Hello? David. David. Are you, David. Are you feeling God sad? dang it, David. You... What did I do? What's up, guys? <laughs> are you sad? Am I sad, Jordan? Ah, uh, I I feel terrible for them. He was your arch enemy, but now you have sympathy. 
I, absolutely. I'm friends with the guy. Yeah, but you said them. All right, whose side are you on here? I mean, it sounds like we've just talked to a couple people. We've gotten a little bit of insight into what happened. It sounds like Jenna had a boyfriend. She was sending this boyfriend text. This whole Jordan relationship was for business and profit. Um, are you sad for him? Are you sad for them? Or what, what, how are you feeling? Like Ashley said, David, you must be sad. I, I'm definitely sad. I'm sad for the relationship. I'm sad for Jordan. Um, I feel bad, you know, I feel bad. He put himself out there like that and, you know, was obviously smitten and was in love. And the fact that Jenna was just using it for business and had something going on on the side, I can't even imagine that. I feel so bad for the guy. It crushes you. David, Here's uh, we're not going to keep you long. We know that you've got a busy life, and uh, we've got to keep using uh, you for the Almost Famous podcast in the future. (laughs) If you could describe Jordan in one word right now, what would it be? Would you say, if you're Jordan, you're sitting in an interview, would you say, a model? David, that's ridiculous. He would not describe himself as a model right now. He's heartbroken. Uh, Devastated. 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 Um, I am a devastated guy, he would say. I am a devastated man. Do, do you guys know what the best revenge would be? Him getting this huge modeling gig, you know? Like, he should be on the cover of GQ now and really, really show her. I agree. I agree. Actually, I think that's awesome. What if he had, Everything. like, and what if the cover was, uh, uh, what if the cover of the GQ was, like, uh, breaking but not broken? Oh, Ooh, I like so that. good. That's a Zoolander that cover right there. <laughs> I love it. Um, David, you're the best. We're, we're, we're happy to hear you and Jordan are friends again. Um, it, we're also happy to hear, is life good for you? How's school? Everything's good. Everything's great. Uh, settling in Miami school is great. And learning a lot and uh, having fun down here. Everything's great. David, be a good boy, okay? Don't be going to South Beach <laughs> and getting yourself into some trouble. Uh, I can't promise that, but um, you, you guys are always welcome whenever you want to come visit. Sounds good, buddy. Hey, thanks for coming on. All right, good to talk to you guys. Hey. Uh, all right, you guys. You guys, you know what? We we still didn't cover one breaking news story. It's one that um, our whole family talked about on the cruise the day it happened. Our parents were like, did you hear about Amanda? Did you hear about Amanda? Everybody was asking Jared and I if we heard about Amanda. And Amanda's arrest in Las Vegas last weekend is a very unfortunate situation, something you definitely want, don't want to hear um, happen to a friend. But you know what? It seems to be a bigger headline than the real story behind it is. It seems like it really wasn't that big of a deal. It may have been a little push. I didn't really want to get into, you know, the police details of it all, the security details. But we do have a statement from Amanda, um, so we'll read through that. But first, Ben, do you have any thoughts on Amanda's arrest? Yeah, I mean, anytime there's a mugshot, it becomes a story. That's that's just not good for anybody. Nobody wants a mugshot, good or bad. That's that's just not a good look. I've never seen a mugshot other than that one dude who like became uh, viral with his mugshot. I've never seen a good. Oh, mugshot. the beauty, so that, the beautiful man. <laughs> yeah, the beautiful man. So um, here's the one thing I'll take away from this. Amanda's a friend. I don't know the details of this. I can't speak on the details of this. I literally have done no research. I know. Uh, that, that there is a group of people there. I know some people from The Bachelor were also with her. Um, I have literally dug in. N- 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 I have not dug in at all on this, and I feel weird even talking about it. We will read your statement, but here's the one thing we'll take away, and I'm sure uh, Amanda would say the same thing. It's just not good to push anybody anyways, especially, uh, you know, uh, your partner. Um, and so that's one lesson learned here. Um, you know, if all else uh, is – is still up to uh, investigation. We do know Amanda did push Bobby hard, soft, whatever. We don't know. But it's just probably not the right decision. It's not a good thing. It's not a good probably, habit to get into. Probably not. Probably not. And, and as you're, you're right, um, the thing is the story may be small, but the mugshot will last forever, and that's the crappy mm-hmm. part about it. It really is. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, with, with that, that's a good lesson learned. 
don't shove your partner. Don't shove anybody. It's going to get you into trouble. It's not a good look. And so that's the takeaway I can take from reading the headlines and, and reading this statement. Um, Ashley, uh, because uh, you sound more like Amanda than I do, do you want to read the statement? <laughs> Sure. I think it's from Amanda's publicist, but here we go. Amanda is embarrassed and ashamed this happened and sincerely apologizes to hotel security and the Las Vegas Police Department. Amanda is a gentle, respectful person who has never gotten physical with anyone under any circumstance. That evening, she had a few drinks at a bachelorette party, and when the hotel security asked her and Bobby, her boyfriend, to quiet down, she got a bit rambunctious. Amanda gave Bobby what she thought was a playful shove, Hotel security did their job and reported the incident to police, who in turn did their job. Despite Bobby explaining that this was not an ill-intended shove, the police still had to do their job, which Amanda completely respects and understands. And um, I think that's a lovely statement. <laughs> yeah, good job. I mean, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I'm sure it's still under investigation. I'm sure uh, we'll hear more about it in the future. Uh, but until then... Um, that's all we know, and, and, and that's all we really can speak on. So yep. a huge week for Bachelor News. That's why we had to come with a special podcast. That's why Ashley had to, had to cut her trip short and sit in an airport and call into the podcast because it's such a big deal with all this news. We had to get a podcast out to you. We, would, we wouldn't be doing our jobs unless we did. So thanks for listening to this special podcast. Also, thank you. The Beastbody on the Man. Get a special free trial membership when you text Almost Famous. The 303030. Thank you to FabFitFun. Go to FabFitFun.com and use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save $10 off your first box. Sugar Bear Hair. Go to SugarBearHair.com slash ALMOSTFAMOUS for beautiful hair and a healthier you and the, their stuff tastes mm, so, so good. ADT. Visit ADT.com backslash smart to learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you. And finally, but definitely not the least, audible.com. Just go to audible.com backslash bachelor pod or text bachelor pod to 500-500. That's 500-500 to get started today. Hey, Ashley and I will see each other next week. We're heading to Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Next week we will be live from Las Vegas at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Our guests will be Jason and Blake live and in person many more Ashley I will see you next week I can't wait to give you a big old hug um, and be with you in person for another incredible podcast called Almost Famous I've been Ashley and I've been Ben peace follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts (laughs) 